Hey everybody, what's up and what's good? We are in mid-October, which means the regular season starting to come to a close. These games mean more right now as everybody makes the push for the playoffs. We'll break it down next. This is the Prep Zone Preview for Week 10, presented by Ken Nugent. That's next. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. What's up and what's good, everybody? Welcome to week 10 of the Prep Zone Preview presented by Ken Nugent. I am Jack Patterson. And as always, we break down the biggest games in the Chattahoochee Valley, and we got a lot of them this week. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. We start on Friday with the Shaw Raiders taking on the Hardaway Hawks at Connect Stadium. This is a big game in that region, Region 1-4A, as both Shaw and Hardaway are in the fight for those third and fourth playoff spots right now. So... Big, big games. Hardaway got a big win last week, 15-14 over Westover down in Albany. That is huge. Shaw hasn't played Westover yet. So if Shaw can get a win over Hardaway on Friday night, that sets them up nicely. Meanwhile, Hardaway can clinch a playoff spot, I believe. Don't quote me on that. But I believe if they get the win over Shaw, they'll be in the playoffs if they can get this win being because they knocked off the two teams they're going to be competing with. So, Big, big game at Connect Stadium for both of these teams. And two teams have really tried to find a new a new identity this year. You know, we talked so much about what Shaw has gone through this season. And they've, under uh, new head coach Blair Harrison, he they have found something with that run game. So, seeing what Shaw's being able to do on the ground and their Hardaway, you know, trying to, you know, re- get their new identity going. It's been really good to see, you know, Hardaway's had some big wins, you know, the win over Westover last week, that win over Harris County earlier in the season. If they can get another win here, they'll be looking real good as the playoffs come about. So this is definitely one you need to watch on Friday night. We'll have the highlights for you on the prep zone. Now, the big story in Columbus this week is the new opening of Otis Spencer Stadium. So we have two games there, one on Thursday, one on Friday. Kendrick will open up the stadium on Thursday. They'll take out Southwest out of Macon. That's a big game for Kendrick as they try, you know, they're not out of the playoff race yet, but they're at a point now where you got to start winning games in order to, you know, try to make any kind of noise. So a big game is going to be a, a lot of spectacle around that game. Obviously, the first game at the it's $27 million state-of-the-art stadium. So that's going to be a huge, huge deal, not just for the city, but across the state as well. And then on Friday night, a big game in Class 2A as Spencer hosts Northeast out of Macon. And that's two of the top teams in that region right now. So it's not quite a region championship yet, but it's mighty close. So Spencer, we've talked so much on this show this year about how they have the opportunity, you know, they have the talent to be able to compete for a region championship. This is the game that you have marked on the calendar. The game against Northeast, one of the top teams in the state. You know, they knocked off Carver earlier this year. So one so Northeast will not be a slouch coming into Otis Spencer Stadium. But if Spencer can get on track, you know, we've seen them when they're clicking, they're one of the better teams in our area. So if Spencer can get it clicking against this against this Northeast team, it bodes well, not just for Friday night, but in their hopes of clinching a region championship. So like I said, Two big games going on at Otis Spencer Stadium. For those of you who don't know, that's over behind Spencer High School off of uh, Casita Road in the former old uh, Casita Road Elementary site. 
That is where you can find Otis Spencer Stadium. And, of course, we'll have you covered all weekend long with coverage from that game. Now, this is another top 10 matchup. Obviously, our game of the week, which we'll get to, that's a top 10 matchup. But another big top 10 matchup in the state of Georgia as the Coway Cavaliers host Elka, Eagles Lane Christian Academy. And this is one of those unique matchups that reclassification brought us this year. You know, Callaway, longtime 2A team. You know, Elka was a Class 1A private power for years. And then with the reclassification and the um, multiplier for the um, private schools, that sent Elka up to Class 2A. And now you get a matchup like this, which is kind of almost a dream matchup. You get two top teams, not in their respective classifications. This is, you know, pretty much for the region championship in that region. You're talking about a Callaway team who started slow. They started 0-3 against three tough teams. You, you know, the loss to Opelika to open the season. And then Cedartown, which is, who is Class 1A's number, uh, Class 4A's number one team. So, and then you also had another loss to that. So, it's not like this Callaway team is bad because they've real off. They've been undefeated ever since. So, this Callaway team is not bad. We told you not to hit the panic button early on. And this is exactly why. Because you know that Pete Wiggins was going to get the ship righted. And the Cavaliers have looked fantastic ever since. Now, this Elka team still strong. You know, it's Despite the move up in classification, you know, for some teams that affects them in different ways, Elka, they kept on rolling. And this will be a fight at Callaway Stadium. I'm really anticipating this one to be one of the biggest games of the year in our area just because of the talent that you're going to see on the field at Callaway Stadium Friday night. So definitely one that you want to tune into. We'll have the highlights for you on the prep zone. Let's cross over to Alabama where we're coming off a very crazy week last week that saw Auburn drop from the ranks of the undefeated, falling to Central 38-17. to They looked to bounce back against Prattville on the road. And we've seen how dangerous this Prattville team can be. We've seen when they're great, they can beat a team like Opelika. When they're not so great, they they struggle at times. So really for me, it's going to be which Prattville team shows up on Friday night at Stanley Jensen Stadium in Prattville. Now this Auburn team, we know what they're good at. If they can get that run game going, if they can start to get that passing game going, they're one of the toughest teams in the state of Alabama. You know, it's one of those one of those things that, you know, maybe it was a good thing to get the loss out of the way now so you realize that you're not invincible. You know, I know there's no such thing as a good loss, and I know that Keith Etheridge is going to have a lot, has probably worked with that team a lot this week to get things back on the straight and narrow as they get ready for the playoffs. You know, the region championship is not out of sight yet, but you got to win this game to keep your hopes alive. So that's definitely one we're going to have our eyes on. Another one in that same region in Class 7A, Region 27A, the Opelika Bulldogs, they are in a must-win situation for their playoff scenario after their loss to Enterprise last week. That puts them in a situation where they now have three region losses, and you can't really afford a fourth. This Dothan team, we've seen them play teams tough, especially, you know, we saw them play Central tough a couple weeks ago. That was a seven-point game down there, so Opelika's got to get a win here if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive in their first year in Class 7A. They can get it done. We've seen them get it done against some of the best teams in the state of Alabama. 
But, you know, we know that Dothan can be a different team when they are at home. So the Bulldogs definitely got that work cut out, cut out for them as they get set for that game on Friday night. A big, big, big game for both teams in Region 27A. A playoff picture will get a little bit clearer after that game between Opelika and Dothan. Now, we'll keep it in Alabama. We talk about the Lee Scott Warriors in the AISA undefeated still still and they're looking to clinch their region championship they got to get through fort dale the you know continued on that path you know not so many games left so and they've built up a nice comfortable lead you know maybe a win on friday night and a loss elsewhere gets the job done for the warriors but we're talking about a team that has come so far in a short amount of time under buster daniel we're talking about a team that you know at times were was a perennially under 500 team, and now they are, you know, a step away from being the best team in the AISA. So definitely a step up for Lee Scott. They'll play Fort Dale at home at Scott Field and definitely looking for a lot of good things from that team as we get set to make the turn for home in the AISA because, you know, they they start the playoffs a, a week earlier, a week earlier than everybody else. So getting down towards the end of the season in the AISA. Now, let's cross back to our Friday night tailgate game of the week. And how about this is a top 10 showdown in Georgia between the Sly County Wildcats and the Manchester Blue Devils. You know, longtime viewers of the show, remember we used to talk about a big Region 4 1A matchup. This is a big Region 6 1A Division 2 matchup. It's for the region title. And we're talking about a Slide County team that started off the season ranked number one in the classification and then had some slip ups against really good teams. You know, we're talking about a Blackley County team that's highly ranked in Class 2A. And we're talking about Early County, who is the current number one in Region and Class 1A Division 2. So, two really good teams that Slide County lost to. And, you know, they competed well with them. But needless to say, ever since those two losses, the Wildcats have been rolling. They've won four straight. They've been one of the better teams in our area ever since. So it's one of those things where iron sharpers iron. Meanwhile, the Manchester Blue Devils have come out of nowhere. Stephen Holmes have had those boys playing on a different level since the beginning of the season. They also started one and two, and they've also won four straight games. So this is a matter of two teams you know, red hot coming into this game. Somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. You're talking about a Sly County team that can throw it really well. Jay Canizawa had over 300 yards passing in their win last week. But then you're talking about a Manchester team that runs the rock really, really well. You know, their running back had, I can't, forgive me, his name leaves me at the moment, but had over 200 yards rushing last week in their win uh, over Greenville. So, man. This is a kind of a clash of styles. You know, you're talking about the sexy pass game of Sly County, and you got the run, run, and run of Manchester. Shapes up to be a great game, and we will be live from Greg Oglesby Field starting at 5 o'clock on Friday, and we'll have previews. Actually, as soon as I get done with this podcast, I'm running out the door, heading to Manchester right after this to get their side of things as we get ready for our big game of the week. You know, like I said, this game is going to have implications not just now, but for the playoffs in November. So definitely want to keep you tuned there. We'll have, well, like I said, we'll be live from Manchester 5 and 6 on Friday night. And, of course, the prep zone Friday night at 11-15, 10-15 Central on News 3. We will have you covered with all the biggest games, highlights, scores, you name it. We got you covered. But that's going to do it for this edition of the Prep Zone Preview. Axel, you can go ahead and hit the music. As always, you can find this 
podcast, whether it's the Prep Zone Preview or on your sidelines. You can find it on WRBL.com if you hit that podcast tab and you can click on On Your Sidelines as well as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartMedia. You got you covered on all those sites. And then over, you can follow us on social media as well. You can follow me at TV. You know, Rex's stuff is still on there. and He's still part of our team here at WRBL News 3. So don't forget to follow him and check out all the things we got going on the news side and all the good fun things going on on News 3 this morning. And as well as the WRBL Sports account at WRBL Sports on Twitter, WRBL News 3 Sports on Facebook. And like I said, that's going to do it for us. Week 10, we are almost to the end of the regular season. A lot will be a lot of what was going to happen in the playoffs will be told by what happens this week so of course we will keep you covered but until then i'm jack patterson we'll see you on the preps on friday night right here on news three